Shalom to all. Today we're learning Masachas Ksubas, Parak Dalit, Mishnah Dalit, Mishnah Hey. And today's Mishnahs are being learned Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Pesach Moshe Ben Rabbi Ezer Zalman, his Nishama should have an Aliyah. And Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Meir Ben Rabbi Mordechai, his Nishama should have an Aliyah. Now the Mishnah tells us what schos a father has in regards to his daughter, who's a Ktana or a Naira. So the Mishnah tells us, Ho'av Zaka a father is Zaycha in his daughter in regards to her Kiddushin, which means he can marry her off and accept Kiddushin for her. And this is in three different ways. Bechasef, the money, meaning if he accepts Kiddushin in the form of money for her, he gets to keep that money. Bechtar, with a document, meaning if the way that she's getting engaged is by the man writing it in a document, that's given to the father, and he's zeichen that as well. And Uva Bia, he can hand her over to the man to have Bia, and that's also Kiddushin. Furthermore, Vizakabim Tsiyasa, he's Zaycha in things that she finds. If she's walking along the street and she finds something, that is given to her father. And that's because, as we're going to see in two Mishnayas, a father, Me'ikar Hadin, is not Chayev to feed his daughter, but usually he does. In order for him not to get upset that he's feeding his daughter and he doesn't get anything from her in exchange, she has to give him things that she finds. Uvamaisiyodeha, and that which she produces. Let's see, she has a job and she gets paid, so she has to give that money to her father. And that's a drasha from a Pasuk. Also, if she makes a neder, he can be made for it. He can annul it and take away that neder. And in Kabbalah's Gita, he can accept her get for her. If she gets married when she's still Ktana and Naira, and her husband divorces her, so her husband doesn't have to give her the get, he can give her father the get, and she's considered divorced. However, he doesn't get to eat payrise of her property when she's alive. Now, what does that mean, her property? So this is referring to a situation where this girl's mother passes away, and then after the mother died, the mother's father died. And so the Yerusha of the mother's father goes to this daughter, and it's owned by the daughter. It's not owned by her father. And this Yerusha is completely this daughter's, and her father's not allowed to even benefit from fruits of the Yerusha. For example, if it's an apple orchard, the father doesn't get any of the apples. Nanises, once this girl gets 100% married, Yasser el of Habal, her husband has more schosim in her than the father, because not only does he have all the rights that the father had, he gets the mitzias and he gets her maisia dayim, but also she'echel peres b'chayeha, he gets to eat the fruits of this Yerusha in her lifetime. Even though this property belongs to this girl, whatever fruits grow on it or that come from it, the husband is allowed to benefit from. Furthermore, v'chayevim zaynaseha, her husband is chayev to feed her. Bipirkaina, he has to redeem her if she's captured by bandits. Uve kurasa, and he also has to pay for her kvura, her burial, if she passes away. Now, when the Mishnah says uve kurasa, that's mashma that all he has to do is pay for the most basic things of the funeral. However, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda says, Afilu ani Yisrael, even if she's the poorest of the poor, there's not allowed to be any fewer than two flutes and a whaler at the Levaya. Now, this is something that we don't have nowadays, but back in the day, in order to inspire everyone and get everyone to feel sorrow and cry at the Levaya, they had people playing flutes, and they had a professional woman who was an expert whaler. She used to cry and clap and stamp her feet, and that got people into the Levaya and crying and being very sad. So Rabbi Yehuda is saying, it's not enough for the husband just to pay for the burial. He also has to pay for a minimum of two chalilin and a mekainanes. Moving on to Mishnah Hay, continuing to talk about this. She's always considered to be under her father's jurisdiction and her father has all these chosim in her until she goes into the rishos of her husband for nisuin. But once she goes into her husband's rishos, even though they're not married yet, she now is in her husband's rishos and her father doesn't have these rights anymore. So here's an example of going to her husband's rishos. Let's see her father handed her over 
to shluchim that were sent by the husband to bring her to the husband. So she's now already considered to be in the Rishos of the husband. Even though there might be a long journey to get to where the husband is, she's already considered to be in his Rishos. However, let's say the father went along with her and the shluchim of the Baal, or her father sent her along with shluchim to go with the shluchim of the husband. She's still concerned to be in the Rishos of the father. But if the father shluchim handed her over to the husband's shluchim, so now she's once again in the shluchim of the husband, and she's not in her father's shluchim anymore. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Vav and Zion. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.